Welcome to the Are We Still Here podcast, where we talk about what really matters for you and your own health and fitness. I'm Jess. And I'm Sasha. And each week we'll come to you with a no-nonsense topic, which will make you challenge your own thoughts and ask, are we still here? Don't forget to like, share and subscribe if you're enjoying the podcast. And let's get to today's pod. Hello. Hello. There's no one here with us. There's no one here, but today is a very special day. Today is a very special day. It's um to be honest, I always knew that we'd we'd get here, but um it's still like we still need to give ourselves a pat on the back, I think. Yeah, I'm a nightmare for just skimming past achievements. So we need to yeah. revel and celebrate and stuff like this. So today, guys, listeners, is episode one hundred. And Jess has been looking, so Jess is going to read us out some stats. Oh yeah, so um, the, the obviously I'm sure there's even more up to date ones. Um, these ones are only like a year old though, so they're not too bad. But ninety okay. percent um, of podcasts don't get past episode three, so that's one point eight million who quit. The two hundred thousand left, ninety percent will quit after twenty episodes, so that's another hundred eighty thousand gone. And to be in the top 1% of podcasts in the world, you only need to have published 21 episodes. I find that mad because who 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 records 20 and then stops? Unless, because a lot of podcasts remember about series, like- Series, yeah. Yeah, like TV series and stuff. So- Yeah, that's, um, that's fair. So so there's that. And then I sent Sasha another one, which is like, um, if you get more than sort of 112 downloads, you're in the top 25% of podcasts. And we do get sort of around-ish that number. So- um we're quite happy with that that we have all you guys listening and if you have been a lifelong listener of the pod since we started in 2021 um and you're enjoying it even if you just share this episode or your favorite episode with someone on whatsapp today or dropping it on Mm -hmm. an email or something like that it really does help spread it even further and hopefully you agree that we're doing a great job at kind of debunking some of the stuff of the fitness industry so we massively appreciate it as well yeah, thanks guys. Thanks for listening. Um, today's pod. This is the first one we've not had a guest for a while. Um, but we have a really good topic. I think a topic that we could probably speak for hours and hours on end about. But it's um, sticking with it and building foundations. And we thought we'd talk about this because obviously we've reached a hundred, and you know, we had to just keep showing up regardless. So <laughs> regardless of yeah. whether we felt like we had a good topic or whether we, you know. I know I've had record. I've been recording episodes when both Jess and I have crippling period pains, <laughs> and yeah. you know, just feeling shit or like I don't know. Just it can be quite tough sometimes when you're not feeling your best to to show up and you know crack on with and, it anyway. And even you've when you've been away in Italy, I I recorded that one from Ibiza. We've done it yeah. when we've had less time available. Yeah we've still made it work right yeah exactly I think we've missed one week yeah we had it we had a break. it was Christmas I think mm-hmm. which I mean I'll let us off for that yeah um which is fine and we'll you know we might even do that at Christmas this year have one week off but no we thought we'd talk about um building foundations that last in fitness and where to even start with it and also what kind of counts as foundations within fitness mm which is a, is a lot it's a, it's a it's a big topic um especially for for an hour 
But Jess, what are your first thoughts? I guess one of my my first thoughts is um, a lot around like the expectation around um, what it's going to take, but also like how long it's going to take. I think we all want to know like, well, if I do that for X amount of time, like will mm. that equate to this? If I train for a year, what what can there be a guarantee out the other side of it? Um, and when it comes to the foundations, it's maybe not as easy as that. And I'm not going to be a pain in the ass and just say, it depends the end of the pod goodbye yeah and bye <laughs> but I think saying instead like it does depend because there's a lot of things that come into it like where you are starting as a person your experience mm-hmm. even the type of character that you have like if you're someone who struggles with being consistent in other areas of your life you might mm-hmm. this might be a similar thing or maybe this comes more naturally to you what have you so those are my first thoughts around how we set the expectations of what those things are but also what it means for the individual exactly and I think it's also good to remember that you don't have to be a a beginner to build foundations I know well myself included actually um I've trained people and my like I just said myself who have been training for a really long time and never took the time to build the foundation so they kind of have to make a u-turn and head back um which if you struggle with things like that, then um, it will be really... I personally wasn't really too bothered. I quite enjoyed it. But I know a lot of people really struggle with like, oh, but how am I only doing this when I used to do this? Or, but but I've been training for 10 years. But it's like, yeah, you've been training for 10 years, but you're, you know, your, your squat's a bit of a mess or you can't do single leg. Um, You know, a lot of people avoid parts of fitness they dislike and then realize that they probably should have been doing it if they wanted to get to wherever said goal is um so yeah I think it's um it's important to remember that this isn't just for beginners Mm. which is tough and yeah and and it's often it's often like you say it's maybe more challenging for people who have been training for a while because where you when you are in that intermediate either mindset or intermediate in your physical ability or you believe that's where you are yeah that's when it feels hard because you almost feel like you've earned your right already yeah Um, and I say this to clients though like um uh let's use my squat as an example right over the last couple of years I would strip it right back down even though I could on paper back squat like the most of a back squat 100 kg right yeah me too I would hate to look at that back squat now though I'd absolutely cringe and die but (laughs) but at the same time it's like I know that going backwards is going to enable me to go forwards in the future and that doesn't mean necessarily just in the weight thing I might never lift that weight ever again maybe Mm -hmm. because I just don't have the need to like I felt like I once did but I know actually that I will be executing on it correctly um and and be able to express myself if that time did ever come maybe naturally maybe naturally one day you just rep out 100 kg it's actually like my five rep max who knows we don't know these things but no, we don't know it's like you've got you've got that in your locker because you've you've learned how to build it from the base up exactly and I think this is why it's so important to talk about foundations because it's the same in fitness and it's the same in strength training. You can't just keep plowing more on. You can't yeah. just keep going faster. You can't just keep getting stronger. Like that's not how the human body works. So so let's take Jess's 100 kilo back squat. 
as it was, there is probably a zero chance she'd ever squat 130. I'm not saying she wants to, and I'm not saying that has to be the goal, but let's just say for, for, for this conversation that it was. You can't just keep throwing weight on it. Yeah. Because I always it, think there's no, the foundation isn't there. I always think as well, what's really, I always think about is, uh, I really like the analogy is, you know, sometimes it gets said to parents, um, appreciate every day when you, like your, your kids are children and like really little, because you don't know the last day you'll pick them up. I no. can give them a cuddle yeah. or because eventually they'll be too big for that and they won't want to do that anymore. Um, and I think the same about like in the gym, like one day you will lift your heaviest weight yeah. that you are going to do for that movement or one day you will run that fastest time, yeah. but, but you can't forever just yeah. chase that goal. And and we see how hard that is psychologically for athletes who get the best that they can ever do in their peak of their career and then have to adjust to the fact that they are no longer that that good at what they thought they were going to be whatever mm. that might be mm. so rather than just basing everything on her time her weight a specific thing aesthetic whatever it might be it's so much more worthwhile to invest in the things that get you there or enable it to be a, a lifelong um habit like for example being a good runner or not habit that's the wrong word um, a lifelong skill yeah yeah and I think that's why again that's why foundations are so important because the good thing about having a solid base of fitness and strength is that you can pretty much pick up where you left off all the time so one yeah. of the big things people struggle with is like oh I'm going on holiday or oh I had a month off or it's like mm, okay doesn't really matter um I have a client who we've we were, we've been training together a really really long time and she had, uh, a, I think it was a month, month, maybe five weeks of nothing, no training at all. And then when I did her program, when she was going back in, I didn't give her any weights to hit. I gave her movements and I just literally said, just do what feels good. And then after the week, she was like, oh, I actually just hit my old normal weights. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, um, so I haven't lost any strength. I was like, no, it's only been a month. But a month in the scheme of what people think fitness is it's like a third of it <laughs> yeah because people always get like oh, I'll do nothing then I'll do three months and I'll do nothing it's like if you if you're doing three months of fitness and you miss a month that's that's it sorry like that's a third of it gone but in a lifetime a month is just just doesn't matter and I'm not saying oh if you just feel like you want to miss months all the time obviously if you missed every fourth month I mean, you still hold on to a lot, but you wouldn't go as far as, as you maybe could. But when you zoom out and think of it as like this big lifelong fun thing that you can do, it doesn't matter. No. Because those foundations that you have already built, you will keep building on them. That's a good thing about a foundation as well. It's like there's so much potential in there. It can just get bigger and bigger and bigger. But you can't just keep getting stronger and faster and stronger and faster and stronger and faster. You can't just keep... Imagine running a really hard 5K, right? And then you're dying at the end. You can't just go out the next and just try and go faster. Like the chances of you getting a second faster forever are, are impossible. Otherwise you'd be Kipchoge. <laughs> Do you think there's part of it that though, for some people maybe that they like that feeling of going from not being fit, um, 
of a certain weight or whatever it might be to see in those quite quick improvements there's a part that gives them that dopamine hit like yeah 100 and it's almost like for them if they're not getting that all the time then yeah then they would rather do the three months on three months off three months on three months off because at least the dopamine is guaranteed when the three months are on yeah but i tell you what if i spoke to someone and they were fully aware that that's what they were doing i would ask the, ask them if they've considered therapy <laughs> No, it is true. And I think that's it. But a lot of people don't look at like the psychological side of it. They just yeah. think, oh, well, actually, no, I I can get a 5K time under 30 minutes. So normally what I do is I just do that for 12 weeks and then that's it. And then I just don't do it again for another three months. And then I will do it again. And it's like, yeah. it, it from our point of view, it sounds exhausting because we see clients go through it. We see- It'd be so hard to program. <laughs> That's what I think. Yeah, and, and we see, yeah, we see people go through it um, where they come to us, right? And they're like, they tell us their history and their experience of doing those things. And you can see it by their demeanor. Like the, they're just like, I'm just, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And it's like, okay, <laughs> how about we spend a really good period of time building the basics? Yeah. get you some really good foundations and over time we gradually accumulate you to the next challenge in your lifelong endeavors of fitness but we do that for the next 70 years of your life how does that sound exactly cool. <laughs> yeah it's a hard sell but also I think um <laughs> it, is a, it is a hard sell, hard sell. So I always say this to people I said this to um Matt's sister yesterday she mm-hmm. when she was there I was like it's like a pension it ain't sexy but we all need it <laughs> literally exactly exactly that is like a pension and also um I think it's good to think of the foundations as something to fall back on so let's talk we'll we'll go fitness first and then then we'll go strength but uh, Jess and I were talking about this the other day and and I was talking to it with, with an old client who was who's recently really got into running and but she has kind of fallen into that like uh, PB, PB, oh, PB my 5K, which because she's a beginner, she will continue to probably PB for maybe the next few months. And then you, like I said, you can't just keep going faster. Um, But the good thing about having the foundation is that you've got something to fall back on. So let's say uh, you're running 5Ks, 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 5Ks. It's good to use 5K because pretty much everyone's familiar with like kind of the average length of it and whatever. Now, let's say you want to build that and let's say you want to go 45 minutes running. Without a base, you have nothing to fall back on. But with a base, you could keep going, keep going, and then it would be really, really tough and your heart rate would obviously be creeping. But then your heart rate would come down slightly and then you it would be tough, but you'd almost have like this buffer of of capacity there waiting for you. It's like uh, for the people who don't run and maybe for the people who do CrossFit, it's like Imagine you're doing a 15 minute wad. I haven't said wad for ages. Workout of the day for the yeah. <laughs> CrossFit, CrossFit friendly. Wad. Let's say it's the the classic uh, 21, 15, 9, but you know, thrusters, burpees, just the typical CrossFit, right? You can tell people have only ever trained really hard and fast because they go really fast to start and then they put the bar down, they stand with their hands on their hips and they're looking around, they're like dying movement breaks down it's not looking great okay hanging on for dear life right but when you've got a base of fitness you go you some people still go really too fast because you just get excited and whatever like I'm sure people do in like runs and everything but then your base you just fall back on that base and you go slower 
but you continue to be able to to perform the movements so mm -hmm. it's about having something if you care to fall back on and remember a base of fitness means you can the whole point of it is that you can go for longer you can't just train for half an hour and then expect to just be able to do an hour of whatever you were doing for half an hour it's not how the it's not how the human body works you can try you're gonna hate it and that's why we always hear don't we i hate cardio hate it hate it don't do it i don't understand why people do i don't i don't understand treadmills i don't understand bikes i don't why would why would you want to do that and it's like you don't want to do it when you don't understand why you're doing yeah. it yeah because exactly it's that. been advertised as especially in bodybuilding like literally i've seen bodybuilding programs where it goes the cardio says burn 300 calories on treadmill yeah no wonder people hate it i wouldn't want to do that yeah but if you want a base of fitness you've got no choice and that's that that's kind of like not the beauty of it because i don't want to make people feel like oh you know I don't have to do anything, but it's like, but if you want a base of fitness, the beauty of it is that's the only way. So it's like, you, you don't have to do it, but if you want to, it's like, well, there's no other way. Yeah. You got yeah. it. If you want it, if you don't want it, fine. It's like, imagine, imagine following a recipe, baking a cake mm -hmm. and being like, right, this cake needs 40 minutes in the oven to bake. I'm just going to put it in for 20. A bit raw and soggy and, and it gave me a stomachache. But I ate it and it was, yeah. And it's like, right. you, and that's the same principle. It's like, you can do it. Yeah, yeah you do. But it's probably not going to be best. It's probably not going to be the nicest to yeah. do it that way. So when you get your head around that and you realize, oh, right. So that's why you can go about your life doing it that way. But it's not necessarily the the most optimal for you to get the most out of it and it's like if you are and I always say this to people it's like you go into the gym and you're taking time out of your day and for a lot of people that's already half the battle exactly. right especially when you first start with your health and fitness that's actually a big big deal getting a routine being consistent finding some sort of structure in your week that is a huge huge thing in the beginning for many like anyone who's listening to this with the health and fitness journey I'm sure you can relate to trying to create that routine to start with so if you're there in the gym, surely you want to get the most bang for your buck out of the time, surely. And you might yeah. say, well, no, actually, no, actually, Jess, I'd just go for fun or socializing. Okay, cool. Probably this chat's probably not relevant to you in any yeah. way then. However, if you do want to improve your health and fitness in the time that you're going to the gym and exercising or doing your workouts at home or whatever it is, going for a run, you need to follow the principles. Yeah. You need to abide to the foundations to help yeah. you build a stronger future if that's what you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the that's the tough one because there's such, in, enjoyment is such a huge part of it too. And I totally get that, which is why it's understanding it becomes even more important because you might enjoy, um, I don't know, sprint intervals, whatever, um, which is fine. Sprinting's great. I'm not saying it's not great, but you can't sprint forever. Mm -hmm. you can't just keep getting faster. You can't. There's a reason why the world records in fitness or sprinting, let's say Usain Bolt, what's his nine something? 
Nine. Yeah, it's definitely. Let's have a look. I'd say 9.08 seconds. For some reason, that's in my head. Can you check that? Because if that's right, I'm impressed with my fact fact check coming in. Uh, 9.58. Damn it. <laughs> okay, so uh, 9.58. 2009, right? 2009, that was the men's. And then 10.49 is the women's, which was set by... Where's it gone? Um... Florence Griffith Joyner in 1988 was the women's. Oh, wow. That's an old record to be broken, isn't it? Yeah. So look at, let's look at Usain Bolt, 9.58, right? If someone breaks that world record, it ain't going to be seven seconds. Yeah, it's not going to be, that's it. It's not going to be, yeah. It will be probably 9.52. Because mm. you can't just keep getting faster to the point of like, human beings just physically can't go that fast and don't get me wrong over time you know uh over the next hundred years or whatever there'll probably be a, a little bit more of a but it's never just you're never just going to cut a third off but when yeah. you start running you people do do that oh I did a 5k in 35 minutes then I did it in 24 minutes I'm like yeah, at the beginning, you're gonna that's what you will make these big gains because when you do nothing and then something you will adapt, yeah. but you, yeah. just, you, you, if that kept going at that rate, you'd be the world record holder within three months. Yeah. You have to understand that you can't just keep applying stress and stimulus constantly and expect to get better. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. I overheard a conversation the other day, which was um, someone saying every single session you go to the gym, you want to be aiming for progressive overload. No, it's impossible. It's impossible. But no, honestly, like I heard that conversation in the gym the other day and I was like, oh, that is that's incorrect information because. Right. Okay. Well, okay. So like I always use the Eddie Hall analogy. Okay, sweet. So in a few years, you're going to be up there. Are you ready for the, your first ever UK strongman competition? That's not how it works. Yeah. But instead, this is why. Um, and, and, and I think this is the challenge, isn't it? With So you'll see group programs online you'll see pdfs and blocks of programming and they all have a time and a place and if if you um go into it knowing that that's what it is yeah and it's trying to usher you along every those four weeks then yeah. that's fine but you should also take into consideration it's like what if in those four weeks you don't feel like that the exercise is right do you know what when i do that um Single alarm row, like I just don't feel it in the right place, and I get a little bit of a click in my shoulder at the same time. Tough shit. Fifteen kg next week. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and it's like, what? No, I just told right. you my shoulder's clicking. Yeah, exactly. Because, but when you think again, just like Jess said, they're not focusing. They don't care about your base of fitness because they don't have to. Because after that six weeks, you're not their problem anymore. Yeah, that's not their fault if they've advertised it correctly. Mm -hmm. It's not your fault because you might not know any better, but just know that it that whole thing is not designed for that. It's not it's not designed to build a base of fitness. And obviously that because this podcast is about building a base of fitness, that is not for that. And it's not that it's wrong, it's just not for that. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, 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 it's the wrong tool for the job. It's the same as the uh, another example. Any the the couch to five k is quite a popular program that a lot of people have heard of. Maybe a lot of people have done. It's the same, 
the the weeks usher you along even though you might not be ready for it so progression yeah yeah and if you listen to um two weeks ago we had jessica on the podcast we spoke a lot about running Mm -hmm. that zone two running for example that we we spent a lot of time focusing on on the podcast that's that's takes a long time to to train and for people to be able to understand it and access it and um maintain at that rate throughout their runs if you're doing a, a program which ushers you along and it's like okay next week we're going to increase the speed or next week we're going to increase the duration, but you've not yet mastered the week before you can understand how you're literally running before you can walk. You get in ahead of yourself. And and that's some of the challenges that we see with fitness is when people come to us, that's why we have to bring them back because they've maybe gone on these endeavors, which, which has taken them quite far. Maybe someone comes to Sasha and I and says, well, I did the 5k, I did the couch 5k and I did 5k nonstop. Okay, so you are, you can run 5K. Okay, cool. Let's take a look at what that looks like with your heart rate data, for example. Right, okay, so based on your heart rate data, I think you, your running is quite unsustainable at the moment. You're running into that anaerobic zone very, very quickly. So yeah. your body's not very efficient at delivering oxygen around your body. We want you to get more efficient at doing that. So I'm going to bring you back mm-hmm. and I'm going to ask you to do one minute on, one minute off of running. Yeah, and like it. They're like, but Jess, I just told you I could do a 5K. And it's like, I have no doubt that you can, you can, you you can run a 5K. That's absolutely fine. That's great. But what I'm saying is we can make that 5K better if we do this. Yeah. Are you on board with that? You probably won't ever, if you keep running at that pace, you'll never run a 10K. No, because, and again, that's when, that's when we say unsustainable in nature. Well, what's going to happen? Am I going to combust? Well, you you might actually have the worst. You'll stop. you're not far from it yeah or you might injure yourself your body has a way of saying uh-uh-uh, this is too Stop much now yeah yeah absolutely and yeah and you're right Jess it's it's, it's hard to communicate but you have to uh, as clients possibly listening to this like we only have like number one, one number one rule in coaching do no harm so if I said to that person who Jess just described yeah let's push it that's doing harm so straight away I've gone out of my realm of practice and I'm suddenly doing something that is not. But what are you doing when you, if you said that, what would you be doing instead? You'd be. I'd be for, just forcing an adaptation that is and not. Like, and feeding the ego is what I was thinking. Yeah. I, oh God. Yeah. I'd be feeding the ego. Definitely. But we have to also understand that. Not everyone understands that, which is fine. But if you're going to train someone in the sport of fitness as in running rowing cycling whatever swimming you have to understand it so and if you don't, go, it's fine. go back to what you said there though because you said you would be forced in the adaptation so someone at home might be like well what's wrong with that surely I want to adapt no well there's an adaptation is something that happens when you so you apply stimulus you sleep you eat you recover Stimulus being exercise in this instance. Yeah, it could be exercise. Whatever. Yeah, exercise. Usually an exercise, strength, fitness, whatever. You sleep, you eat, you recover. Your body adapts, which is uh, as a perfect example. Let's say Jess did five reps of a goblet squat at twenty kilos, and it was really hard. She slept. She recovered. She um. What else did I say? Ate some food. <laughs> um. Next week. She did it again, felt a little bit easier. Just an adaptation. That's just what ha- that's what happens. That's how we ad- we adapt to anything in life. Um, mm-hmm. 
but the thing is that when you're forcing it is that you're you're creating a, a, an environment in the body that is not optimal for that stimulus if that makes sense so say Jess did again we'll go back to what she said let's say she did five if you said 5k right 5k you can do a 5k but your body hates you for it and your heart rate's 190 and it and you slowed down but your heart rate went higher which is basically saying that stop <laughs> uh, this is extremely stressful on the body and you can't the reason you can't adapt to that is because you can't do it again mm -hmm. so the whole the point of a good recovery is to be able to rest and then repeat I always use that because it's one of my favorite things that Jane Fitzgerald ever said. And God, I miss Jane Fitzgerald on mm. social media. Um, Is he just disappeared, has he? He just doesn't. He's just too, he just fucked it up. <laughs> and his stuff was so, it is so good. I, the, I've i never screenshotted someone's captions more than his and they were just so good. But he's, he always said anyone can suffer once, repeating is higher order. So basically anyone can go out and force something and just do it one time. I would say to if you are able-bodied, then you can, right? Yeah. If I'd never run before ever, and I went out, I could definitely probably run a five k, right? Does yeah. that mean that I've? Does that mean that I've completed running? Because I've I can run a five k. I didn't even do any training. Ha <laughs> ha. It was really funny. I didn't even. I ran a marathon. I didn't train for it. Ha ha ha. It's like anyone can do that, but. Can you rest and then do it again the next day and be exactly the same? No, you can't. And people might say, well, what if I don't want to? It's like, fine, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about building a base of fitness. <laughs> so the whole point is that you do want to. So it's like yeah. I, uh, Sam Briggs, for example, the most aerobic woman in the world. She could probably be anyone I know at 2K row, right? She could get a ridiculous a time that you cannot even fathom, right? For a human woman to do. She could probably rest for like five minutes and just do the same thing again. Yeah. Exactly the same as well. But anyone else who didn't, because she's got that base, you, you know, she's 30. Uh, I think she actually might be 40 now. So she, she'll yeah, have I think she might be 40. even bigger base, right? Because she took the time. Yeah. And, and, and it's not for everybody. I totally understand. No, that. God, it's but not. No, nothing fills me more with like gratitude for my body than being able to. And it doesn't happen very often at all. Like, like most of my life is spent working or doing whatever. But if like we were actually going to go this weekend, but obviously with it being rainy, we didn't. But if Matt and I just said, do you know what? Let's go do one of the high peaks or in the Peak District or in the Lake District. Let's just go. Let's just go for a walk tomorrow it's like because of the work that I do in the gym I don't need to train for that no, and, that, and that feels and that's personal to me like that's not not the yeah. same for everyone some people might be like I couldn't think of anything worse than going for what it sounds boring but <laughs> that makes me feel really like grateful the same as if someone said to me tomorrow could you go do probably like 10k or whatever yeah I could go, probably go do it with very little training because yeah. I'm in a position that I've put myself in through what I do um and that makes me feel really good that like, I feel quite well-rounded. Exactly. So what Jess has there, right, is something to fall back on, like we said. Yeah. You've got a base of fitness. Now, what 
again, like we keep saying, if you don't want that, that's fine. But a lot of people that I talk to in the industry now, and I'm sure Jess is the same, once they're 30 and above, usually. Actually, some of the younger ones are coming in now fresh, and I like it. It's what I'm constantly hearing. I just want to, it usually is, I just want to, as if they've battled for the last five years about pretending to want these things. And I don't even know what those things are. It's like they're almost relieved. They're like, you know what? I just want to be able to enter long-term goal here. And that's what I'm seeing a lot of now. It's like, I thought I wanted this. I thought I wanted this. But what I I want to be able to wake up on a Sunday and go for a run and not die. Yeah. Even 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 me, like I'm working on it and, and everything and it's really hard, but I couldn't run it like Jess can. I couldn't run a 10K today. Oh my God, it, I would... Um, my body's not ready for it. I could walk a 10K easily, probably. But even that, you know, when we always say like, oh, I'm going to run a marathon. Can you walk a marathon? No. Yeah, that one. I love that one. No, you definitely yeah. can't run it then. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that for free. You, can, I, you, I can't, had, you can't run it. Yeah. I had this conversation with someone the, the other day about uh, like hiking. And I was like, well, what would that hike time be? And they were like, like four hours. I was like, can you walk for four hours nonstop? Yeah. And they were like, no, probably not. I was like, well, if the goal is to, and I'm not saying you were going to do this hike and never stop and never have a break or whatever, but it's like, you need to get in your head that that is what you're going to be doing. So therefore what you do in your training as a whole should build that. And that's sometimes why things come more naturally to some people than others, because maybe some people, like you say, walk a, a significant distance every single day in their job. Yeah. Right. Maybe some people are just built to be more aerobic. Like we know, some people do just have. Some people are just aerobic machines. Man. Yeah, some people just have it within them. Like, and it's just, it's like the whole nature v nurture thing. Yeah. It's just in them. It just is just in them. In them. Um, okay. And that's why you will you will hear of anomalies because some people might be listening to this and be like, yeah, Jess, but I know somebody who never, never um, trains and just goes and does... 10k fun runs or half marathons or I'd, they just go and do it and it's like yeah they if if they can like Sasha says if they could then rest and do it the next day that would be true expression I would love to hear how they feel the day after yeah, yeah, yeah. they might be the exception to the rule but yeah. they aren't the rule and we have to remind ourselves of that because we look at these people and we think oh that's like me and it's like yeah yeah well it's like having it's like when you see um the what I eat in a day and she's got a rippled eight pack and she's eating like Krispy Kremes and people are like, well, she can do it. It's like, no. Yeah, that's exactly she's it. The, she ain't the rule. She's the exception. And she knows that. She knows that because she knows that it is not really that tough for her yeah. to be in that position. So to, to wrap the fitness one up, like Jessica was saying a couple of pods ago, human beings are built to endure. So if you want to build a base of fitness, you need to find something that you can do for a long time. At the beginning, you will not be able to do it for a long time, and that is fine. But if you stay slow and make it easy, you will be able to build on it because you're not forcing an adaptation then. So let's say, I'm just going to make this up. Let's say you want to build a base of fitness. Okay, sit on a Watt bike or a Concept 2, whatever, whatever you're comfortable on, really important because if you ain't comfy mm-hmm. you ain't staying there for 15 minutes at a pace that you can 
watch Netflix on and um, not really notice that you're doing much. Okay. Can you do that? Yeah, I did that. Yeah, it was fine. I watched fucking whatever. It was great. Sweet. 20 minutes. How was that? Yeah, it's fine. 25 minutes week, you know, next time. Yeah, fine. 30 minutes. Oh, you know what? But between 25 and 30, oof. You know, I started to get a bit, I couldn't concentrate on the program as much. I was a bit like flustered. I was getting hotter and my legs was right. So at the minute, 25 minutes is your basically where you need to stay for a bit because you're not quite ready for 30 yet. But then, okay, but then people might say, okay, but how do you build on that? Because you'd be forcing, well, 25 minutes, let's say the goal is 30, split it in two. 15 minutes rest five 15 minutes there you go 30 the rest is there to help your body recover and I always say when I'm writing programs and I put rests in I say you're not going to feel like you need this rest but it's there for a reason it's there to help you accumulate more time because if I didn't have that rest there then it would become too tough and you and that's where the principles come in and then people might be like oh well that's boring and I'm like you told me you wanted to build a base of fitness to build a base of fitness. You have to find something that you are willing to do for a long time. If that is not the bike at this point, we need to find something else. And then people might say, Oh, you know what? I actually really like um, walking. Okay, fine. But remember we're trying to push your aerobic limit here. So and it doesn't quite, does it? No, unless you literally never walk, it probably will. But if you're, yeah. if you're just going for a stroll, you're not going to push that threshold of aerobic ability so you can have to maybe go on a hill like incline walk yeah great I really like that great let's do that instead and then I find that the more people do it and understand what's actually happening the more people will be willing to do it at the beginning it's like getting blood out of a stone sometimes because they've yeah, always that they don't yeah. have to oh no I can make I can help you get fit without doing cardio can you now show me Show me, show me, show me how is that is physically, humanly possible. <laughs> yeah, and and that's why it's important when we first take on clients that we ask that question. If someone says, I want to get fitter, for us mm-hmm. to say, what do you mean by that? Yes. Because that will then tell us what we need to do to program them, basically, to get them to where they want to be. Because yeah. fit, they might just have said fit, but actually they mean strong. They yeah, might, exactly. they might... They might have said fitter, but actually they mean um, leaner. Yeah, they might. Yes. So we don't know. So that's why it's important. We ask those questions in the beginning. Um, And I I shared a thing on my story yesterday about this, but that's a whole different uh, topic altogether. But um, the have you heard of like the mental health PT that Dan Hancock, he, he does quite a few. I think he does like a course, but he basically said, if you're getting your clients ready for a PT, for a photo shoot or a program, on your program, sorry, you're not teaching them confidence, inner strength, or how to improve their self-worth. No. You're actually you're actually teaching them to attach their self-worth to appearance even more, making them think that the only way to be happy is to look a certain way and suggesting that they can only love themselves if they look a certain way on the outside. But mm-hmm. as a coach, your job is to offer them so much more. Don't reduce your potentially life-changing services just to aesthetics or object- yeah. objectification. 
instead use exercise at all so but on that note I basically said like it is our job to challenge people on their goals so if their goal is I want to be lean it's like tell me more about that why is that important to you because it it might they might have a legitimate reason they might say I want to be leaner because I worry about um obesity in my family or I worry about that we all um have got a genetic problem you know what I mean it's uh, there's so much that we don't oh, know so when much, people yeah. say these things but it's our job to ask why mm-hmm. um and challenge people on it and I think that's when we get the most out of people when it comes to this building a base thing and, and it's our job to educate and guide people on what that actually looks like because if they if they come out the other side of working mm-hmm. with us and they don't know any better then we've not done our job to our best ability either have we yeah exactly and also what is one of the main things that people the word that people mention these days right is health so to say that you want health or long-term health or or the ability to you know obviously we don't know what's going to happen we could get hit by a bus or whatever but to feel better for longer in life you can't do that without this yeah you can't do it because there's too we know too much now it's almost yeah. you know uh, my client Jessica she said to the other day like she's really knowledgeable with um uh biomechanics and, and stuff and she said it's tough because once you see something and you know it you can't unknow it you can't unsee it so now we know that um uh slow long cardio is linked to um god long term health long reduced ha- chance of heart disease diabetes um, the ability to recover from injuries, disease, um, higher mental acuity, mental acuity, concentrate longer, improve uh, oxygen carrying capacity. There's like it. <laughs> there's the evidence. a long, long, long list, and we know. Yeah, it. the evidence is stacked. Yeah, even and people will be like, "Oh, that's not true," but re- this is regardless of your weight as well. Yeah, know that this creates certain adaptations in the body that link to better health and long term and you know and longevity regardless of your weight Mm -hmm. so if you if if cardio is being sold to you as a method of weight loss like run away as pun intended run away (laughs) as fast as you can and force that adaptation just to get away from them because that they they simply don't have your best interests at heart and they just don't know yet that's all that's all yeah so it's really 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 important regardless of because remember a lot of people I've spoken to people who are thinking about their weight and they say oh I know I should do it and I'm like I, one we hate the word should put that out there hate the word should um mm-hmm. it's an expectation but two just doing cardio to lose weight will end in misery, will end in tears, will end in uh, not a lot of satisfaction, will end in not a lot of results because um, the human body is not that thick. The human body won't let you run off that body fat and just stay there. It's never happened before. It won't happen now. Um, so I think it's important to remember that what we're talking about on today's pod, the base of fitness, is mm-hmm. important regardless regardless if you want to be really lean for summer regardless if you want to lose weight regardless if you want to gain muscle regardless if you want to be bigger regardless if you want to be better at jujitsu regardless of whether you want to swim the channel it's 
important that's why we call it foundations and that's why we call it a base so you need to not the word should and not the word need but if your health and fitness matters to you you gotta find a way I recommend yeah. a way and it, and I think as well like we sp- we spoke a lot about like the basics we spoke a lot around technique and form maybe when it comes to strength we spoke spoke about the process of running slow to build your base with running things like that so people might be thinking well when can I go heavy when can I go faster when I can I do things it's like you can you can do those things absolutely but all we're saying here today is you need to earn the right to be able to do those things and you don't just maybe the base has to be there yeah, the base has to be there. Otherwise, it's like the foundations of a house. It's like if you haven't got that that layout, like I live in a new build, so it's exactly like when we came to visit our house and it was just cement and the outline of the bricks on the floor. It's like we needed that to build the house that we have now. And without that, we would there would be nothing. Just yeah. like the same analogy with a cake. It's like there's no point in having a shit cake and just covering it in loads of icing and hoping it'll taste nice still. It's still, you've still got to go through the process. Um, so what we're saying is rather than jumping to that last goal, the things that look cool, the sprinting as fast as you can, the yeah. um, lifting the heaviest weight in the gym, not with very good form or technique, you can do that. But we're saying you would be so much better off if you honor the process and go through it step by step, educating yourself along the way, because what that means then for the future is you've got an insight that a lot of people won't have. Yeah. You're also probably able to pass that on to like Sasha and I often say, mm-hmm. there's nothing greater than when our clients say, oh, I told my friend yeah. about that. I told my family member about that because they've learned something and they feel empowered to share that knowledge. Yeah. And that's ace. That's so, so good. Yeah. So if you want to be in that position where you have that knowledge for the future, um, just like, I don't know, like uh, Sasha's Sash really into her finance, right? So I'll often send something to her and be like, can I just have your take on this or can you can you give me a bit of insight it's a nice feeling when you have that knowledge that you can share with others it is really nice my really apart from health and fitness my other one is I worked in boots for like six years so if you ever need any sort of over-the-counter medicine Matt will be like what do I need to take for this I'm like I got you hun yeah I know what you need those six things they're nice to have in your back pocket even if you don't care about health and fitness, like it's the main thing of your life, maybe it's just part of your life. Maybe this podcast is just such a snippet into your week. It's yeah. not the be all and end all. But how nice that you don't have to worry about those things because you understand it. It's just that not, it's not something that consumes you. It's a long-term developed skill that makes your life a little bit better because it helps you. And like Jess said, it helps people around you just like just like um you use your boots like over because I've been writing for quite a long time now I'm really good at like grammar now and Mm. I sent in fact Jess I sent you the same thing yesterday the paragraphs and I wrote that in in a wanna and I sent it to to my boyfriend Dan who is literally like grammar king he's a professional writer and he said yeah yeah nice with a kiss and I was like and I went typo and he went there isn't any I was like what and he said grammatical errors and he said there isn't any and when I first was sending him stuff a couple years ago it was a fucking right mess he's like literally had red marks all over it he's like why have you written this I was like I don't know I just did it (laughs) but now I'll just and it's so nice you know Matt sent me some stuff from um, FFC2 to like edit and I was like it's such a nice feeling that like it's nice to be the person sometimes that people go to when they need help with something 
and it's just it's just a nice fit and fitness is obviously why we do it because we are the people that people that people go to yeah um, for fitness and just one thing I wanted to add because it's important about why forcing it and just saying fuck it to the base and just being like fuck it I want to do this I'm going to go as fast as I can but is that in some circumstances when people do that for years which they do I've met people that have done, I did it for a long time not quite long enough to ruin it but if you force adaptations and you're going too fast all the time and your heart rate's too high all the time and you build a tolerance to it as in oh yeah my heart rate's 185 and I can just go for half an hour at that it's not nece- running by the way yeah yes it's not necessarily a good thing because yeah. there is nothing harder than retraining your body to not do that anymore it's so hard I remember I was on an OPEX call this god this was a year this must be one two three four years ago and again I can't believe I'm mentioning Jay Fitz twice on one call he was doing the Q&A and I and I had a question and I said does pushing anaerobic work but unsustainable work let's we're talking sprints too fast does doing too much of that reduce your ability to be able to be aerobic and he said yeah he said he's coached people for 30 odd years or whatever and he said it's so much easier to fix someone's form than it is to fix someone's fitness he said it's so hard yeah do you know cracking up I've not listened to the podcast yet, but Mass did a PFCA podcast this week about intensity. And I right, saw that would probably be similar. Yeah, I saw a quote on his story saying it's funny because the people who push intensity, who want to go faster and quicker and crave the fact that they really want to be faster, love it. Are, are often the people who don't get as much rewards as the people who go slower. And it's like, well, but they're the people who are pushing that needle and they're going hard and it's like, but the people who are going slower actually reap the bigger benefits when it does come to their time to yeah. want to test it. Okay, what does your 100-meter sprint look like now? What does your... Beautiful, that's what I look like. <laughs> this is what it looks like. Oh, yeah. right. And it's like, only when you know, it does it kind of open up your mind to a whole new world of mm-hmm. patience and denying the need for instant gratification which we all we all there's no wonder that we are the way we are but that's why you say it's harder it's it's a much more mentally challenging game so if you can do that you can almost I was thinking if you can do that with your fitness you can almost do anything absolutely it's 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 really 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 tough and like he said it's like if someone's split squatting a bit off and they've been doing it for five years don't get me wrong it's really tough to to get them into a good position, go backwards and then build it again. It is tough, but it's kind of like clockwork. It's like, find the good position, keep practicing it. Like they always say, it's much easier to um, teach someone than it is to correct someone. Um, But with aerobic fitness and with building a base, it's like you've got all this stuff in front of you and you're like, shit you got a long horrible road (laughs) because the people who have done this tend to be the people that just just said the people that are very um extrinsically motivated ego driven i'm not saying these in a negative way i know loads of people like this it's just a a personality type yeah Um, when we say ego it's not 
it, like it obviously can be used in a negative way but it's not it, we no, all have ego. An ego yeah yeah, yeah. I'm not saying egotistical wankers and all that I'm just saying like people who are more ego driven which is like like Jess said we've all got an ego some people is just a little bit louder in their mind um it's really tough to tell someone who has been doing this for a long time like the reason you're not getting better and you feel like you should be is because you do not have your, this is a stress response. Your, your body is like, it's fight or flight, like constantly. We need to remove that stimulus. Sometimes slowly ease off, but a lot of the time, just get rid of it. <laughs> and you need yeah. to like start, sit on that bike for an hour at 115 heart rate and keep doing it. And it, it, can you imagine? going from all that excitement to like competitions and oh max that and then suddenly like just sit on a bike 115 no higher oh my god I, I I just talking about it I feel grateful that I don't have to do it because I'm putting myself in their shoes and it sounds really really like kind of like not nice <laughs> Yeah, you, you, you're taking away from the thing that you've always known, which is what, why it's hard for a lot of people, I think, to get their head around to start with. Um, but like you say, if, if you want, if you want the reward, then you've yeah, got to do the work. <laughs> you got to do it. Yes. And yeah. that, again, that is what I do like about it. And that's why I love it when I, uh, when I meet someone who's got like a big base. I just think you can't cheat that. You can cheat yeah. speed. You can apply it, you know stress stress response just fucking go for it just helpful leather whatever you you can but with this stuff it's like you you have the time is something that you have to put in you just have to it's like you you can't you can't go long and sure it, you have to you have to go long so that's why I like it because I'm like hey you put yeah. into this and they're like yeah yeah I have 20 years I'm like fucking good for you yeah yeah right sweet sweet um i hope you enjoyed again i could have carried on we could have uh, carried on all day um and if you've enjoyed episode 100 give, give us a present and share it to your story yeah Let come on come on <laughs> and there, and there's also loads of people who listen to this but i reckon we only get a couple of shares every week so yeah, why not break the mold that's so snide Tag us, story, whatever. It's episode 100, so we feel like we're allowed to ask. Yeah, we are. We, are. we give all this free content for you guys, so just one little thing would be nice. Yeah, come on. Come on. <laughs> um, okay. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week for episode 101. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Bye. Bye.